Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. These big companies that are hiring all the, you know, people that don't look like us and stuff, they have a blind spot, a huge blind spot because they don't have people like us in their company. So that's why you see companies like Fenty Beauty and so on doing so well this year because they've got people in the HQ and they've got people in the boardroom saying, no, you're missing and you're missing a key audience. You're missing this. You're missing that, which is what most of these companies haven't had for years. Hi. Welcome to Black Ticulate, a podcast series featuring UK young black professionals where we find out how they do what they do so you can too. Or not. After all, it is your life. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. If this is the first time you guys are joining us, thank you. I really appreciate it. But um, we are all about featuring UK young black professionals where we try to find out how they do what they do so you can too. So it's a black excellence hashtag trust. <laughs> Patrice, hey, say hi to my people. Hi. <laughs> this is great. I love, I love this. <laughs> amazing. Okay, well, obviously you're lit and that's why you're on Black Articulate, but oh, there might be some people who don't know who you are, what you do. I reckon there are a lot of people that <laughs> don't know who I am or what I do. <laughs> so tell us, please, and let's, uh, we'll chop it up from there. Okay, so I own a digital marketing company called Pink Ship Limited. Um, Pink Ship Limited? Yes. Oh, it's a limited company. Yes, a limited company. We do lots of great digital stuff for loads of different brands. Okay, so what does that even mean, do loads of digital stuff? <laughs> digital stuff. Yeah. I say digital stuff because it is very broad. Digital marketing is broad. We do everything from web development and coding all the way to photography and graphic design. We do um, pay-per-click advertising, but we also do social media management and content creation. So it's very, very broad. And whatever clients need, as long as it's digital, we can do it and we do do it. Is that something you always wanted to do? Yes and no. I've always loved media. When I'm watching TV or when I'm on the internet, I never skip ads. I love ads. Um, I never press the red button. <laughs> I always want to watch the ads. And so I've always liked advertising. The promotional industry has always been very, very interesting to me. Um, but I just didn't know where I fit into that. Digital marketing is quite a new industry. And so growing up, it wasn't really a thing. Right. It didn't really exist when I was a child. So I didn't know what I wanted to do in that area i just knew i wanted to be in that area so uh, you liked advertising That's interesting. yeah the Not promotional industry do. why is that do you know i find it so 
fascinating to me the different ways that we can sell something without just saying here buy my shoes <laughs> you yeah. know there are loads of different ways to kind of wrap it in a narrative and i just find um advertising one of the most creative and interesting ways of doing that did your parents just out of interest and since growing up you're mm-hmm. clearly interested in advertising and when your brother <laughs> your sisters i mean do you have brother sisters yeah one brother one sister oh really yeah gotcha. both older younger <laughs> my brother's younger my sister's older okay yeah so when they're obviously watching i don't know coronation streets and they were like <laughs> all right let's just switch it over to wherever whilst the advert is on and you were like nah 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 did they ever see not just your brother and sister but maybe your parents say okay maybe this is something you should consider professionally no because at the time i would always say i wanted to be a teacher oh so i always i thought i wanted to be a teacher because i like to teach and that's i guess from what age jeez when i was a a kid my mom would ask me what i wanted to be and i said i wanted to be a very nice teacher that was my exact word okay and that comes into what I do because in a, in a sense I still have to teach and I have to train and I have to nurture talents and gifts in, in my field and, and so I am teaching right. although I'm not a t- teacher <laughs> so they always saw that in me and then also and did I push that uh, not really okay <laughs> <laughs> not really but I do come I'm, come from a musical family we all sing or play instruments and whatnot and so I was always a singer I would always sing I performed and sang at church a lot so they kind of saw the musical side of me but I don't think that they understood that actually I was going to go into marketing. Right. Not until I was probably a teenager. Did they even know what that was themselves? Yeah. yeah. I mean, marketing's always been around. Digital is new, but yeah. marketing itself has always been a thing. So how did you join those dots to start becoming a digital marketing company, which we find yourself now? In GCSE, just the way my school system was set up, you could either choose media. Yeah. Um, so that's media like film, da, 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 or you could do performing arts. And because performing arts was always one thing that was always into, um, I chose drama and performing arts. I chose that because that was something I was currently doing. Finished my GCSEs, passed up, you know, with flying colours, obviously, Uh, the performing arts. (laughs) Well, it was my thing, you know, so (laughs) did well with that. And then um, I got to pick my A-levels now. And again, for some reason, the system would not allow you to choose both. So I said, okay, I've got to make a decision. Should I stick with the drama or should I try the other thing that I didn't get to try, which was the media? So Mm. I said, okay... I'm going to try the media this time. Really? Yes, I went and did. So you don't just stick with what you're phenomenal at? No, I wanted to try something else. I'm multifaceted and I believe that, you know, as creatives, we shouldn't bottle one side of ourselves for what? Try it all um, and, you know, explore all elements of your of yourself. Yeah. Um, enjoy all your gifts and talents. So I said, okay, I'm going to try the media now. And I loved it, stuck to it. And um, So from A-level, right, which which college? Westminster Kingsway. Okay, just shout out. You never know, yeah. someone might be listening. Shout out West King. There you go. <laughs> so from doing media studies at West King, then I guess, did you then go to university yeah. to study it? Because you really, you took to that more than you did performing arts. Not more, not more, okay. just differently. Okay. Um, to me, performing arts is, is something that I just, I tr- I love. But if that was ever to not work out, I think that would hurt me more than if marketing didn't work out kind right. of thing. I, just okay. did, I didn't want to put pressure on that. I want it to be something I always enjoy and not something that I ever have to do because I need to pay my bills. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I said, okay, I am happy to make marketing and advertising and stuff my career. And so I went on and did advertising, PR and media at uni. And I did a year of um, marketing communications in um, California at uh, Sacramento State University. So it was like a sandwich year? Um, it was a study abroad year so with Middlesex they actually um, allowed you to do your second year 
abroad if you wanted. Did they provide that for you or did you have to source it yourself? No, they provided it. So they had okay. the links. They, they are connected with California State University, Sacramento and a few other branches as well in the US, not just in California, all over the states. And you just pick one that you want. Um, you apply for it, da, 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 they accept you on it and then you've got to pay to go, basically. Amazing. So Amazing. you can either use your student loan or you can top it up with your own fees as well, which you have to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, always. I mean, God, the moment you leave out the house, you sort of, what's the, uh, what's the Frank Skinner uh, song? I don't know. The Streets. I've, the moment the I feel like I live under a rock. I don't know the song. You know what? I'm trying to see whether I can edit that in there. Do you know what I mean? That would be, be new for Black Ticket, right? <clears throat> no, there's no sound effects. Listen, we just ain't got a budget for it. Right? So, <laughs> time is money out here. Um, I digress. Okay, so we started to understand really and truly how you're coming into becoming this digital marketer. Uh-huh. Because you're doing media studies. Now, you've even studied it in university as well as doing a year placement in California. So yeah. you're starting to get really well-rounded and versed. How then does one differentiate themselves from being a professional versus an amateur? Um, what are the markers? Do you know, I feel like there aren't markers. They're not. Maybe the marker is who gets paid for it and who doesn't. Because we all promote and we all yeah. advertise. This is a natural human thing. Um, if you're going somewhere and you want your friends to come, you run a campaign. Yeah. You know, come with me. It's going to be lit. We're going to have this. It's going to be there. There's food. That's yeah. a camp. You're running a campaign to try and get your friend to come with you to go somewhere. And it's just a natural thing that we all do. We all market. Um, some people get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> and some people do it for companies and some people just do it in day to day, you know. And I guess that's the measurement or mark of any difference between an amateur and yeah, a professional definitely. is being paid to do what you do <laughs> yeah okay. especially now that we have apps and websites that allow us to create content easily you don't have to have studied media to create you know a graphic there's an app out there that you can you know sort of whip something together on Give us an app. like um i don't want to endorse any because <laughs> my, my favorite today might not be my favorite tomorrow wow <laughs> and plus they're not paying me <laughs> <laughs> wow, or go on my Instagram page. Yeah, I do weekly tips on my Instagram page, and I shout out loads of different websites and tips and and apps and hacks. Okay, well, drop it. What's the Instagram page? Whilst we got you? it's Patrice Camille. Okay, so Pat Rice is how you spell Patrice. Dot Camille is C A M I double L E. Is that your full name, Patrice? Camille? My name is Patrice Camille Stevens. I was going to say because I saw the Stevens part, and I was like, "Ooh, where's yeah, this coming from?" Yeah, that's my last name. <laughs> But okay. that's subject to change, as you know. So as, a, <laughs> as I'm a female, that's subject to change. So I'm not going to promote that too tough because then one day wow. I might have to switch it up. Yeah, no, I hear that. <laughs> uh, that's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's the name from? Where are you from? I'm Jamaican and Guyanese. Uh, yeah, you. well, mostly Jamaican because my granddad's Jack Guyanese, but um, I only know maybe 5% of that family. Gotcha. Say yeah. no more. Say Raised no by the more. Jamaicans. Let me just drink some tea. <laughs> right, okay. Um, sorry, we did digress, but it's a conversation and I love this. So uh -huh. we've now got into the form of studying media, but you're saying it's not necessary per se because all forms of marketing is really and truly getting someone or convincing someone to buy into your brand, your service or product. However you do it is good. It depends on which area of marketing you decide to work in. Um, okay. That will determine whether or not you need to study. Personally, my degree, although I enjoyed it and it taught me a lot and actually the networking at university was fantastic, the degree itself didn't teach me half of what I know. Okay. Most of the stuff I know about marketing is 
books and you know online courses all Such that kind as? of thing lynda.com is my friend okay. i'm on lynda.com all the time learning new softwares and all, all kind of things and um the books that i've read i mean there's no point in me even telling you any books now because any information in there is dated already are there any uh, maybe blogs or any sites that you check frequently to make you better i do like forbes forbes Mm-hmm. Why? Because I just like the business aspect of things. I think sometimes marketers get so caught up in the, you know, the technical, the creative side that we don't actually think about uh, is our company or is our client making money? Like, are they getting a return on investment on, you know, the stuff that we're doing? So sometimes, so I love reading Forbes and understanding what's going on in the business world and entrepreneurship and stuff. There's a digital marketing company that I love and they're called Jellyfish. Um, I used to want to work there actually, but their website has a lot of news and and they stay up to date. They give you the stats and all kind of stuff and I love that. And I also love Accenture as well for information and and they give you good foresight into like, you know, the next season or the next quarter, what to expect from marketing, what to look for, that kind of stuff. Amazing. So guys, as always, I'm going to try and throw those in the resource section of the site just anything yeah. we discuss so you guys can check it out as well uh-huh. okay so now we're obviously still at uni <laughs> yeah 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 we're still there <laughs> when did pink ship like really come to fruition join the dots during uni i knew i wanted to start my company so oh, you I didn't, didn't want to work for anyone no originally my thought was okay i'm gonna go to uni get a job at a company work my way up then leave and start my own business that was the plan i had in mind but during uni, I don't know, I was just so ready to just do my own thing. I wasn't ready, but I felt ready. Right, yeah. So I went and started my own little thing. And at the time, I didn't know what I wanted to do, really. I was a bit all over the place. I was doing a bit of PR, a bit of this, a bit of that. For clients? Oh, I was trying, like small businesses, like little friends, friends that had little companies. So I'd go and say, oh, can I help with your social media? Or can I help with your this? Can I help with your that? And do like little campaigns for them. I was kind of sharpening my saw and practicing really. It was yeah. my training field. I'm learning how to do different things. And this is for free. So you'll go to your friends. Pretty much. Friends, yeah, pretty much for free. Family who have their business. I yeah. guess you're using your parents' connections and stuff possibly. Not really, just my own, uh, my friends. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, nope, just you know, mine. Not mine. <laughs> mine. And then you're like, hey, I can I do a PR campaign yeah. for you? Or can I do a marketing campaign for you? Can I do your social media? They'd let me. I was grateful. I tried new things, practice things. Um, at the time, I guess I was not. I wasn't ready. I hadn't trained enough. I hadn't learned enough. So, you know. What fine. does ready mean? Do you mind me asking? Ready means I just didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know how to run a company. I couldn't live off that. Obviously. Oh, you mean like billing? Not even just or... yeah. Not even just that. Like. Billing, processes and systems. Every company needs processes and procedures. I didn't have any of those. Mm. I didn't have like any creatives working for me. So at the time I wasn't a great graphic designer myself. I wasn't a great anything. (laughs) So when a client would come on board, I didn't have the resources to provide what I really wanted to do for them. And um, they weren't paying me. So I didn't have a budget to get anyone on board. So I hadn't thought it through. I was just zealous. So I packed that up and I was like, I'm just going to go get a job. Um, and then I did a few internships, which were good, at a few different PR companies and realized that I hated PR. Why is that? Just out of interest, in case anyone's listening, like, what a... What I don't want to put anyone off because it might be for other people, but yeah. it's just not for me. I didn't like... So basically the procedures are you write, you create maybe a press release, you 
you know, some kind of news story or whatever for your client. You send it to loads of publications. Then you call the publications a couple of days later to follow up or the next day, follow up. Oh, did you see my email? Blah, blah, blah. You try and sell them the story. Hope that they cover your thing. And I hated that. Mm. I, all day just on the phone trying to get people to write about this thing. And yeah, this, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> so I was like, no, I don't enjoy this at all. No, fair enough. <laughs> so the, you were talking about your year, your gap year. Yeah, so I was doing all that kind of stuff. When I left uni now, I tried to get a job and it wasn't working out. Like, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I guess I just didn't try hard enough. Right, okay. And I realized to get a job in a big company, because I knew I was good at what I did. I knew I had talent, right. if you get what I mean. Yeah. I wasn't totally well-rounded but i had talent but i knew that to get a job at big company i'd have to work really hard yeah like really hard to get my foot in the door being a woman of color or being a woman of color yeah all of those elements together and i decided if i'm gonna work really hard i'm gonna do it for me Mm. if that makes sense so i said i'm gonna start my own company either way i'm gonna have to hustle the hell out of it so i'm gonna just do it for my own thing so that's when i started my company okay and you called it pink ship yes why pink ship because ships have direction and they have purpose and i was at a place where i was like i'm taking control of my life like i am going to be the captain of my ship like this right here this life of mine it's mine i'm going to write my own destiny and i'm going to just take charge i'm not sitting here waiting for someone to hand me an opportunity i'm going to create it And I'm going to steer, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to steer my life in the direction that I want it to go. And so from now on, I'm a captain. <laughs> I hear that. And you've got this expression that you love. I think you've got it on your website. What does a guy like? The saying is, if the aim of the captain was to preserve her ship, she would keep it in port forever. And this real saying is he, but I changed it to she. Oh, no, of course, no doubt, man, no <laughs> doubt. I, I can't knock that, I can't knock that at all. Yeah. <laughs> and why pink? Because it's different. How many pink ships are you going to see at 
see on the ocean not many oh, so you saw it like visually rather than yeah the it was a visual thing connotation and the gender yeah none of that politics of no, the color no because our team are mixed job we're male and female we work for male and female brands i didn't it's not a feminine thing it's not a girl's thing it's just the fact that it's different okay. and it's just not like all the others Can it I could have been blue it could have been green it could have been orange but looking at your site, though, you do seem to favour that colour. So it's not like a favourite colour. No. But you just figure. My favourite colour is pink, but not that shade. <laughs> okay, so, and your first steps now. Let's look at building this company. Now yes. that you're like, okay, if I'm going to hustle hard, rather than doing it for the man and, you know, not necessarily <laughs> right. getting where I want to, why not invest all my time, effort, resources in myself? Uh-huh. So pink ship, yeah, it's different. It's me. Let's go for this. So what were the first steps? And do you remember your first client? Yes. Okay, tell My me the first, first steps <laughs> and then tell me how then you got your client. So when, and I, I think I failed to mention this, oh, during please. the time when I was job hunting and then I decided I was going to start my own thing, I was freelancing and I had two clients. One was my mum's company, the Nail Bar Beauty Salon, and the other one was a a marketing company I was a freelancer there because they just needed me for digital stuff I was like the digital maven at the company I was the one who kind of helped with their social media I was just giving all my digital genius (laughs) (laughs) I guess I was working real hard and I realized that actually I was the only one on the team with this knowledge right and I was valuable and I was like yo I'm, I'm important I'm going to do this for myself (laughs) kind of thing. Um, So those are the two clients I had at the time. They were basically keeping my lights on and putting food on my table. And when I started my company, it was so smooth because all I had to do was just turn it from invoicing them as a freelancer to invoicing them now as as a company, limited company. So that's how I started. Those were my first ever clients were clients I already had. I think my first order of business was to, was to hire. Oh really? Yes. Okay, how come? Because I needed a machine. That's what would take this thing to the next level. In order for me to manage more than two clients at a time, I needed manpower. And also, I wanted specialists. Like I needed, I, me, myself, I'm a great um, digital strategist. Right. I needed someone who could design graphics. I needed someone who could film, all of these things. So that when I took on a client, I was doing the whole thing from start to finish. Right. And it was all a pink ship creation. So in the payroll? Yes. Or freelance? Yeah. You must have been banking, though. No, to be able to no hire way. One banking, yeah, no way. What? I'll tell you what I was paying them. She won't mind me telling you. She still works for the company. At the time, the company, or myself, or the company was making maybe, between the two clients, maybe £1,000 a month. That's it. Right. Out of that, obviously, you have to pay your bills. And the intern, she was making only £150 a month wow. for two days a week bless her and that was an intern she was an intern and so she was making essentially peanuts i think at the time we all were really yeah she saw the vision we all just was there for the vision really how'd you find her she went to middlesex university as well i was was two years older than her and there was a a module that we did where the third years had to work with the first years so i was a third year she was one of the first years on my group Mm. and i just noticed some amazing talent and just humility and just loyalty within her and i was just like i I really want her on my team i reached out and i was hoping she'd say yes and she was so down i was like yay so that was my first person and for the first year she was the only person right gotcha and then so she was focusing on the execution whilst you're looking at 
building. So she did the new, creative side. So, so you're not you were more business management, new business, systemizing, having processes. Yeah. Setting, setting all that up trying to get new clientele in and all that kind of thing while she was the one doing the graphic designing and editing video and stuff for clients so that we actually had something to post and put out there so the first year you know the content that we were creating and stuff we were creating wasn't that amazing it was okay i think right um but it was us we were starting out no I'm, I'm with you and i think the fact that what you're two years old is that correct? Yeah. October 2015. Yeah, two right? years. So two years and a month old. I mean, you're still very much in your infancy. You're still a very much yeah, startup. Yeah, definitely. Would you say that you now are in a better... Well, I hope you're in a better place, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, you were two definitely. Two years ago. I don't know, that'd be awkward. <laughs> but can you explain why that is? What What was it within these two years that you've learned to make you become better? You said hiring, number one, mm-hmm. which is great. This second year has been such rapid growth how comes i think me i've i've been more entrepreneurial this year the first year i was more just trying to put things in place if you get what i mean trying to get the ducks in the row trying to make sure we had procedures and and processes and try and make sure that everything was all organized so when i do start pitching to clients we have everything from start to finish it's all set up and organized and there's no fumbling around trying to figure out what do we do next and who does what and all of that kind of thing so that was my first year of just trying to make sure that that was all set second year I was out there networking you know meeting people teaming up with people pitching ideas and that was what allowed us to grow so fast because every client that joins us puts more money in our pocket which means that we can increase our resources i can either hire someone new or get some new equipment so these last 12 months have been each month more growth right and so it was the networking aspect that grew the business because you're getting clients from that or was it word of mouth due to existing clients both so existing clients um networking and self-promotion so i've done a lot of self-promotion on my own platform a lot of advertising of our company on my page and we made sure our website launched this year so finally have our site up now where we can actually show some of our work to clients who are interested in our services and we're working on that guys whilst we have your attention do check it out it's uh, www.pinkship.com is mypinkship.com it? apologies my yeah and it's all one word. Yeah, There's no correct. underscores or anything like that. So mypinkship.com. Mm-hmm. So do check it out and see how phenomenal Patrice Camille Yay. is. <laughs> Forget Stevens for now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Subject to change. Okay. Um, I almost before going into the rapid fire questions, is there anything that you think from my audience perspective that is worthwhile knowing? We've spoken about some resources you're giving some advice um, which is to do with networking looking at scaling your business by actually hiring and you know getting better equipment and getting experts yeah um you mentioned about really and truly investing in yourself right yeah and you said it was difficult to get into those industries because it's just hard full stop it's hard full stop and then to you know to add to that i'm young and then to add to that i'm black and then to add to that i'm female you know, when you go into these big marketing or digital marketing companies, you won't find many people that look like me working there. I mean, I've worked, I've done digital marketing courses with girls who are much younger than me and they're white. And, you know, they've left the course and gone into work for head HQs of huge companies, companies that I know that I wouldn't 
get the opportunity to work at and they're less experienced than me and less qualified you know than me as well I see that so that's very unbalanced and um I knew that I would have to work twice three times as hard as hard to get half yeah I, I, <laughs> I've heard we've heard that and guys yeah. guys people are listening to this as well have heard it because I mean we, <laughs> yeah. our parents our parents tell us that you know we've got to be twice as good to get even half the opportunities which is unfortunate and that's why I guess starting your own to me is always a, one of the best ways of just playing in a space that is yours really and truly i was saying this to my brother the other day these big companies that are hiring all the you know people that don't look like us and stuff they have a blind spot a huge blind spot because they don't have people like us in their company so that's why you see companies like fenty beauty and so on doing so well this year because they've got people in the HQ and they've got people in the boardroom saying no you're missing and you're missing a key audience you're missing this you're missing that which is what most of these companies haven't had for years mm-hmm. so finally I think being young black female it may be a disadvantage in getting my foot in the door but it gives me an edge over them because I can see an area that they are missing yeah 100% do you know what I mean so I can actually target and create campaigns that are going to make a difference or that are going to make an impact that they wouldn't be able to create because they don't have anyone like me. Yeah, 100%. They just don't know. Yeah, they right. just don't know. <laughs> and have you found that your clients tend to be women, young and of colour? No. Okay. Mixture. I have loads of different um, types of clients and none of them, maybe two of them are young. You haven't purposely tried to tap into I guess our community more insofar as businesses no no because whatever pays pays right (laughs) it's not even whatever pays pays it's whatever I'm passionate about or whatever we as a team feel like we can actually add value to because there are some companies out there that yeah I'm I'm guessing because we're all experts we've trained and stuff we could put together a campaign for you but we wouldn't be able to put that you know that magic on it because we don't really care that much about it (laughs) so we're just like "Mm, well we're gonna do something for you but it won't be great you know we'd rather work with people who we're gonna go all out for and create something amazing for speaking of which what so throwing out there since we are we do have a platform what sort of clients what do you care for there was a client that we really love which is a beauty supply store in toronto and I love working with them because the creative freedom is is amazing. We get to do whatever we want (laughs) and we get to have fun and we get to travel and it just gets us all excited about our work and it just allows us to create fabulous things um, for them, which not every client gives us that. So the grooming and the beauty industry is what not, and events. I'm, not to, I'm not trying to pigeonhole no 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 I'm yeah I know <laughs> and events as well okay but then again no events sports we're different that's the one beautiful thing who, okay then who makes the final calls on the clients you take on I assume you me yeah but right. we've got a t- eclectic team and we're not all black and we're not all young we've got white people on our team we've got well we are all young but we've got white people on our team we've got asian people on our team we've got dual heritage people on our team we're all different and we've all got different interests not everyone is into beauty some people are more into sport some people are more into this and more into that so we always try to pitch to clients that kind of will get everyone excited and clients that reach out to us are again many different kinds for example um we've got a photographer who loves working with light that's like his favorite type of photography and so the other day we put together a concept for a christmas shoot just for him and pitched it to one of our clients just with him in mind because we knew that that would be something he'd really enjoy and you know be a a concept that the client would like too so we do stuff like that okay so 
going to give it to you, literally, not Jerry Springer moment, but your Jerry <laughs> Springer moment. Is there anything that you think we haven't discussed that would be of value since it's all about paying it forward? Okay, yeah. So, for me, I think the most important thing is uh, planning and patience. You know, they say um, luck is when is when opportunity and preparation meet. Mm-hmm. And so, um, did I say preparation and opportunity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you got it right. You got the saying right. <laughs> so you've got to really, really prepare for the opportunities and when they can be ready for them. Because that's what I did that whole first year of business was just preparing for the opportunities. If a company was to come to me tomorrow, would I be ready? Like, would I have the right staff, the right resources? Would I know what I'm doing from start to finish? Are my ducks in a row? Am I ready for it? And that's why the second year, I think, has been so quick, so fast with growth and so so great because, and it's almost as if when you when you work with one great company, then other great companies start looking at you like, oh, wow, look look at the work she did for so-and-so, or look at the work they did for so-and-so, and then you're on the radar, and then people start reaching out to you, and you get to a point when your emails, you can't even manage them anymore because they're all coming, they're flooding towards you, but you've got to be ready for that first one or that first few and really maximize on um, every opportunity that comes to you. If you get the chance to work at an event or you get the chance to do the marketing for an event, make sure you market yourself at the event give everyone flyers that say marketing by so-and-so or something like that make sure you maximize on every little thing that you've done if you have a chance to work at you know an event where someone famous is there get that person to just film a quick two-second shout out to you post that online take every opportunity you can to really maximize 100 percent. okay i think earlier on you said you wanted to be a nice teacher yeah And you do teach this within internally within your staff, but is that something you're looking to do externally, do workshops or yeah, whatnot? More about paying it forward. Mm. Earlier you did ask me whether or not I target specifically clients who are like myself and I said no. And the reason for that is because I just target brands that I like, whether they are black or white or whatever. And usually companies that are like myself, they don't necessarily have the money. And I'm not all in it for the money. I like to help people. But if it's not financially feasible, like I can't actually afford to do this, provide the service because of staffing and whatever, whatever, whatever. I can't take on every client. But what I do do instead is I do consultations because those are a lot easier for me to do because I don't need a whole team. It's just me and you and whatever you can afford, you know, we can work something out and I can teach you I can help you I can guide you through the process and show you what you should do give you websites and tips and hacks and tricks that you can do to get your own marketing off the ground and so that's what I do for clients that can't really afford the service and how do they get in touch with you regarding that people just email me okay. um message me um see what the availability is and we can work out a fee and and so on and so forth and I'm correct in saying maybe in the future you might be having some workshops that'll be accredited. 100%, yeah. I actually do have a masterclass on this way. Amazing. Um, and that will be early next year. Date's coming soon. Coming this is soon. the exclusive for Black Ticky Lake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so we have got seminars and classes coming up and um, they're going to be sponsored by amazing companies. So watch this space. Yeah, the resources and the equipment that we'll have to actually practice and play around with on the day of the class will be amazing. And I'm going to do all of these things so that people can, people who can't necessarily afford the service, because I'll be honest, hiring a digital marketing company is a luxury in this day and age when you can download apps and things that help you to create, you know, content and stuff for yourself. 
it's a luxury because you can go online and you can learn little courses and you can try and do a DIY thing, yeah. which is what most people do. But to hire a company to do it for you, that's luxurious, man. You've got to have this. Yeah. That's serious. So um, for those people who can't afford the luxury, I'm here for teaching and helping you where you can to do it yourself. No, amazing. I was just going to ask you, like, the worst piece of advice, because we've been given some good advice. Yeah. What's the worst piece of advice you've been given? Get a real job. Get a real job. Yeah. Who said that? No one said it maliciously, but in the beginning, when they could see me scrambling around trying to figure things out and not making any money and always being broke and always feeling like, you know, in the beginning it's hard and you get down and you doubt yourself and, you know, it's difficult. And your loved ones don't like to see you that way. Mm. They just want you to be all right. So the first thing that they can think of that they find helpful is why not just apply for this or why not apply for a job or I saw a job listing online, why not go for this? And it's just a bit like, oh, man, every time you tell me go apply for a job, you're making me feel like I won't be, you're, try, you're basically saying you don't think I'll achieve, right. you know? So that is a very, it's the worst piece of advice because they're saying it to help, but it's not helping. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. So guys, if you do want to become a digital marketer, obviously especially if you want to have your own company like Prachise. Don't listen to the naysayers. No, don't listen to the naysayers. And they won't come in the form of naysayers. They come in, they come in wrapped in love. trying to help. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, please don't try to help because <laughs> I didn't ask you. <laughs> Unless you've got a client who's got deep pockets. Is there anything else before I get to the quick fire questions? No, I guess I, I don't know. It's up to you. You're the host. <laughs> Let's go to the quick fire questions. Okay. Okay. So your answers don't necessarily have to be quick. Please try and make them quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you could do a TED Talk about anything other than your profession, so digital marketing. Yeah. What would it be on? Servanthood, yeah. Servanthood. Yeah. What's that? It's, it's about learning how to serve. We all want to lead and we all want to be the boss and an entrepreneur. But I feel like before you can do that, you need to know how to serve. Because being an entrepreneur and being a leader and a boss is all about serving. And you may look like the big boss. You may look like the one on top. But really, you are the biggest servant in the company. You're giving your all to people, to clients, to your staff. You're available to everyone all the time. You're there to help. You're there to serve. Okay. Um, and people, yeah, I would do a talk about that. Interesting. <laughs> Okay, if you had your last five pounds, yes, what would you spend it on? I don't know. <laughs> Probably food. <laughs> I'm so bad with yeah. money. Um, oh, I don't know. I can hear my partner in my head saying ingredients so you can cook a meal. But in my, <laughs> but really, it'd probably just be like Nando's. Not even Nando's. Nando's I'm a you vegan. Can't even, you can't even get Nando's. I know. For £5. I know. I'm vegan as well. What can you even get? I don't know, you know, food probably. Yeah. I'm so bad with money. The way I see five pound, I know as an entrepreneur, I should be like, oh yeah, I'd invest it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not that kind of guy. Cryptocurrency. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I should say that, but really, I just squander it because in my mind, five pound, like, ah, what can I do? No, <laughs> so I might as well just spend it. No, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so, black articulate is an amalgamation of three words: black action articulate. Mm. And so, it really is all about just words. And what is the worst word or your least favourite English word? Oh, God, I don't know. You don't have one? I don't think I have one. I have words that I love and words that make me laugh. Right. But I don't have words that I just can't stand. That you're like, oh, why did you say that? Maybe I do, but I have to hear it. And then I have to be like, why did you? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I have to hear it and it will grind my gears and then I'll know. Okay. I don't have anything on top of my head. Send it over towards us. I do have words that I love that make me laugh. 
You want to say one of those, don't you? Go ahead. Give it, give it. I love the word wiggly. I think that's the... <laughs> See, it always, it always kind of evokes that kind of reaction. I love, I love that. that word. Wiggly. Maybe I should actually change my question to what word do you love? Yeah. Wiggly. That's lovely. It's a great word. Okay. And the penultimate question before we can find you on the World Wide Web mm-hmm. is, if I was to say the word success, who springs to mind and why? Oprah um, because she she's almost like the poster woman for success isn't she kind of and also just the fact that you know what she where she comes from as well to be where she is to be who she is today Mm. coming from where she's come from is it's so inspiring to me because she's not just a millionaire she's actually a billionaire and that's insane and she's happy and that to me is successful like money is one thing but to be happy and content and at peace Oh. and empty she's full but she's empty everything she's learned everything she's gained she's given of herself her time her money her wisdom and that okay. to me is successful that's who i would have said okay no that makes absolute sense mm-hmm. do you see yourself as a success just have interest yes okay i'm not rich but i'm content and i'm happy because i believe i'm right where i'm supposed to be at this time and that to me is i'm happy with that Okay, and last but not least, how would you like to be remembered? I'd like to be remembered as someone who made change in the world in some way, shape or form, gave of herself um, to improve the lives of others and a good person with no scandals. Amazing. Everyone needs some scandals. Uh, I don't want any scandals. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Well, Patrice, you've been absolutely amazing. And how can we find you on the World Wide Web? And when we do, what would you like us to do? How would you like us to support? Thank you so much for having me here. You can find me on my Instagram page. I think that's the best place. And then links to everything I do, you can be found on there. And you can just search patrice.camille. So that's patrice.camille um, on Instagram. Yeah, just like some of my pictures, maybe. Just let me know you heard, heard this podcast and let me know if it was helpful, if it inspired you in any way. I hope it really did. No, I believe it will do. I mean, and thank you very much for gracing us with your presence. Hey guys, we really appreciate you listening. And if you have any feedback, please leave it in the comment section below. Also, all the info about the guests, the links and the resources we speak about will be in the description below. And last but not least, please, please, please do get in touch if you can teach us how you do what it is you do. Because after all, Black Ticulate is all about empowering and upskilling the community. Thanks, guys. You're the best. See you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 